Welcome to Super Spuds. You're Hardy. Yes, hello. I am Hardy. Hardy Jones. How does it feel to be Hardy? It feels uh, lonely because there's like <laughs> four or five Hardys in the entire world. You know, you're the only Hardy that I know. I get that a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean... If it makes you feel any better, I don't personally know any Chandrikas. <laughs> but I do know that they exist. It doesn't make me feel any better, but I appreciate you, that you tried. I tried in a not very good way. <laughs> there used to be more Hardys. Oh? Yeah, there were at least two more. Okay. And they, they passed away, so then... They're no longer with us. <laughs> I, I, so I used to read Nancy Drew books, and sometimes I would also read Hardy Boys mysteries as well. Mm-hmm. But that was their last name, I think, because they were like the Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's a common thing as well. Mm-hmm. And you're Chandrika. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hello, I'm Chandrika. <laughs> figured if you weren't going to do it, I had to do it. Yes, yes, that's that's what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on April 16th, mm-hmm. day before tax day. Yes, the day before tax day. <laughs> that sounds like that should be the name of a movie. <laughs> the day before tomorrow, <laughs> the day before tax day. <laughs> Got a good, little, good little spread this week. Yeah, we had four episodes, right? No. How many did we have? Three. Oh, no. What did you watch and what did I watch? <laughs> I watched Arrow, Black Lightning, and Supergirl. Arrow, Black... What about The Flash? There, w- there was an episode of The Flash? <laughs> there was a new episode that I had not seen before. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I, I was saw- wondering if this would ever... I, the last one that showed on the website was the one with uh, uh, Gypsy's dad. That, yeah, so there's an episode this week with um, other stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Everything's fine. We're going to make it happen, Jindrika. This will be a good, a good episode because you can tell me what happened and I'll ask questions. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> this will be a whole new format. <laughs> so knowing that, what order do you want to talk about the episodes? <laughs> Let's go in alphabetical order because that gives us one to clean up, which is Supergirl. So if, okay. if the flash totally bombs, we can, we can clean up with Supergirl. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Arrow. set up over here i got everything wired up loving it nice you're (laughs) such a great harpist (laughs) i feel like i should get a real harp and and do that thing you do you only only me okay all right no harp no harp i mean let me just write that down no harp (laughs) 
You could get some lovely harp sounds out of it. I don't know how much your budget is and how much you want to invest in an actual harp. <laughs> <laughs> and how much upkeep it would be to keep it tuned. Listen, I'm not going to do it, all right? <laughs> you do you. I'm not. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to. Okay. You already told me it was okay. a bad idea. I'm just saying I'm too lazy for a real harp. <laughs> so anyway, Arrow. Arrow. Um, this is the episode where uh, we saw uh, What's-His-Face, Oliver, for like two seconds. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> like, I wanted to not see him in this episode at all. I was really hoping that was mm-hmm. going to happen. But uh, mm-hmm. he just had to show up for a scene. Yeah. I feel like it would have been really interesting to not have him at all in his own show. Yeah. Like half the cast didn't show up. He also didn't do anything. No, he did not. I mean, he rarely does anything to begin with, but this episode, (laughs) he really didn't do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he showed up to reassure all of us that he's still alive. Because that was on everybody's mind. I mean, I don't know if you know, but the show's called Arrow. Yeah, which means he can't die. Yes. (laughs) But I guess the people inside the show don't know this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you notice that, um, you know, the opening uh, credits, how they have like the little arrow? Yeah. They had a lion. As a dragon. As a dragon. It's one of those animals. (laughs) Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't saying anything. I just wanted to make sure you knew it was a dragon. Okay. Because it was about Diaz. I mean... Diaz had that the the dragon, right? That was his whole thing. Yeah. Also, he's got a dragon mm-hmm. tattooed on the side of his neck. I did wonder because they kept talking about the dragon and stuff. And I was like, why did they have a lion? <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't feel like actually like going back and making sure that it was a lion how I thought it was. So. Mm. You know, the dragon is the king of the. Crime scene, right? Mm-hmm. Drag- the lion's king of the jungle. Dragon's king of the... So anyway, it was a show about Diaz. Mm-hmm. I have feelings about that. Do you have feelings about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my main feeling is that uh, we didn't know that Diaz existed before, like, halfway through the season. <laughs> And then, like, this episode that's all about Diaz introduces us to more people that we've never heard of who have apparently influenced Diaz his entire life. (laughs) Yes, yes, all true statements. So I I feel like the concept of focusing on Diaz, like, focusing on the villain is a really interesting concept, but I don't care about Diaz enough to do this. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's my feeling. What's your feeling? I thought this was a great episode, except for yeah. one scene. Okay. Do you know what that scene is? The Oliver scene? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was so, I was ready for it. I was like, huh, they haven't actually showed Oliver this whole episode. And we got mm-hmm. we got to the second to last scene, and then he mm-hmm. popped his old dusty head in there. <laughs> I promised I'll always come back. <laughs> anyway, I thought this was like a really good episode. I thought, it, like, when it started off, 
they showed the dragon at the start, and I was like, oh, God, <laughs> we're going to learn about Diaz. Who cares, mm-hmm. right? And then <laughs> we got like three scenes in, and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. this has got a little bit of character. This has got a little bit of action. This has got a little bit of story, mm-hmm. a little plot, a little motivation. I can like, mm-hmm. I can watch this episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I watched the first two of the week, and I was very excited <laughs> about them. But uh, and I was also kind of excited because there was no Flash episode. But I was wrong about that. But like, <laughs> I was like, "Huh, it's all good, good shows that I like to watch." And then I was like, "Oh, but Arrow mm-hmm. had an episode. I guess I'll watch Arrow." And then mm-hmm. I was, I was not feeling it. And then this episode came on, and I was five mm-hmm. minutes in. I was like, "Bleh, Diaz, bleh," you know, all, <laughs> all upset. And then, you know, six, six, seven minutes go, and I'm like, "Oh, this is." Uh, this is watchable. This is very watchable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, they didn't have any Quentin. They had Laurel interacting <laughs> with Diaz, which is really interesting. Yeah. That was the thing that I liked a lot about it. Well, not just yeah. that, but just like, I, I didn't, she didn't really play the moral compass role very well for me. Like, I, I don't know why he was listening to her of all people, but like, mm-hmm. she, like her inner, like the fact that they were having a conversation and like talking about his motivations and like his history and you could see the slow decline of his like sanity throughout the episode. Well, not sanity, mm-hmm. but like his, his like grip on who he was and like dealing mm. with the dragon and like all this sort of stuff throughout the whole episode mm. was really nice. Mm-hmm. And also that she was like sort of pointing out all the things that uh, you knew were problems, you know? And she was like, oh, you're being mm-hmm. handled and it's treating you like a dog. And also you're just acting like a dog and blah, blah, blah. And like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. Why, why are we doing this now? What's, why are we going here? Why are we doing this? Why aren't we back in Star City? Like she was, she was like saying all the things that everybody was thinking. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was responding to them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I liked the episode and I know that, I know that you didn't, but. <laughs> I I think that. I appreciate it more after hearing your feelings about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I think it was a really well done episode. I didn't go in caring about Diaz, and I think I didn't get over that. <laughs> 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 but, like, it was well done. Yeah. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the way that um, they only focused on two groups of people like laurel and um diaz and uh felicity and curtis yeah because we haven't seen them interact in a long while either yeah and curtis rightfully was still upset about all the stuff they've been fighting about you know yeah i I like the part where felicity was like oh you know that was all like team stuff that wasn't anything personal between us and curtis is like uh, excuse me, my friend Renee's still in the hospital because yeah. of your husband. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like excuse me. <laughs> like, yes, we can work together, but this is still like not like just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I liked that Curtis like took some amount of uh, glee in knowing that like Dig left Oliver and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like dig's gonna be back though 
you know? Oh, yeah. He's totally getting me back. He can't live without Oliver. Yeah. No. Diggs going to be back. Anyway, yeah, it was good to see Felicity and Curtis interacting. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like, the funniest people on the show. So, mm-hmm. like, no matter what conversation they're having, it's still going to be, like, somewhat humorous. Well, that's not really true. But, like, usually when they have conversations, it's still somewhat humorous. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, still kind of on a thoughtful level, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we also didn't see any William. Yeah. Yeah. We saw... Uh... Or, or Risa. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was cool. It was just really cool to focus in on like more minor characters, mm-hmm. and finally yeah. understand why Diaz is important. You know, mm-hmm. because up until now, who even knew? <laughs> <laughs> like we had talked before, I was like, "Oh, he's like a thinker." Like, uh, uh, what's his name, Adrian? And you were like, "Is he?" Or did they just did they just like make that up for two episodes? And I'm like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but now it seems like maybe. Uh huh. He said yeah. he's been planning this for years, four, five years, or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good episode because because like. The other thing about Diaz, no, no matter his motivations, they never really showed why he was so uh, feared by everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. in this episode, he stormed like two places and just mm-hmm. like took out a ton of people, you know? And he got shot point blank and was like prepared for it and lived and was able to show up <laughs> again and be like, yo, I'm not dead. <laughs> That was a good scene, too, because Laurel was like... <laughs> and dude was like, wait, what? <laughs> he, like, he, like, yeah. he wasn't handling it, the the slimy guy. Mm-mm. But the the one where he got shot was good as well, because uh, Laurel, he, he, like, jumped up, and he was like, getting shot wasn't part of the plan. And Laurel was like, that's an understatement. She's like, what would you have done if he'd have shot you in the head? And he was like, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> So it's good to see that he's got a little, a little bit of humor in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, it was just really good because you got to see Diaz being Diaz, you know, and like mm-hmm. showing why why he's got the whole city under his thumb, you know, because mm-hmm. he's I mean, there was that one episode where he was like fighting somebody. And he like took him down real, real easily or whatever. But that's like, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. It's another thing when you can like storm a like mafia house and take out all of the people yeah. in there in right. under like a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. And like yeah. the way he was doing it was, okay, it was, it was kind of cool. I'll be honest. He like, he, there was one, one, there were a couple of things that I thought were pretty cool. He was like standing back to back on the wall with this other guy. And the other guy mm-hmm. was getting ready to turn around and he just shoots him mm-hmm. twice through the wall, which is like, oh my God, <laughs> get out of town, right? <laughs> and then uh, he comes around the wall and shoots straight at the ground and the dude looks oh, yeah. down and then he shoots mm-hmm. him. It's like, whoa, <laughs> Diaz. Yeah. 
So I don't know. He had some moves yeah. in here that I was like, I was, I was, I was all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty well done. And like you said, like there was a really good mix of like character building and action and everything. Yeah. And humor. It was an Arrow episode that I can like. Mm. Rather than Oliver on Vertigo. <laughs> so, uh, his phone. <laughs> so as far as like Diaz's uh, backstory, so he grew up in the orphanage with this bully, and so he's just kind of been like haunted by this bully, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so he ended up like going after Jesse and killing him, mm-hmm. who was just like this nobody now as an adult of like of course Mm -hmm. but like now diaz is like the one with all the power right yeah and uh so what does the quadrant do they control group that he's trying to join they control the four corners the four quadrants of Mm. america or something i'm not really sure where their scope is right but it's bigger than star city Mm mm-hmm yeah so is it just like a national level mob? I think so. Okay. I'm going to go with it anyway. Okay. <laughs> and now he has a seat at the table. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was kind of like, you sort of saw it coming, right? Like he killed mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the dad and the dad's not going to be like, oh, you just killed my son. Good, good going. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He killed the son <laughs> yeah. and then the dad was like, yeah, whatever. But like, you know, he knew, he knew he wasn't going to give that up, right? And then the lady mm-hmm. was like, yeah. but I don't see an empty seat. And like in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's going to shoot that dude and be like, oh, look, an empty seat. And then what does he do? <laughs> Ten seconds later, shoots the dude. Oh, look, an empty seat. <laughs> I liked how the lady was just like, all right, this is fine. <laughs> all right. Like she was not phased by like people getting shot right next to her. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't understand what the people in the, in the room were doing. Like not the people at the table, but the 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 guards with the guns, because they weren't guarding very well. Yeah, he shot him. He like killed him, <laughs> and they just yes. were just they just looked at him. And it's like, all right, well, w- this is just for show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Unclear. Also, they didn't stop him when he stormed in there, you know. So I noticed this other part where. Um... I forgot the son's name. I just wrote it down as Quadrant Junior. Um, <laughs> I, I put him down as Slimy Kid. <laughs> I wrote down Quadrant Junior and Quadrant Senior. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> so the scene where um, Diaz like comes back from the dead and Quadrant Junior's like, "What?" Um, and then uh, there's like two on this side of him and like three Goonies on the other side of him. Uh, Diaz is like, "Yeah." We can handle them. Don't worry about it. And um, so Diaz is like, oh, well, you haven't seen what mm-hmm, Laurel can mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. And so she, he he gives him the warning that like, oh, Laurel's going to do something. And then she turns around and then screams. <laughs> but like these people, there are three people with guns. They could have just shot them <laughs> within that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guards are not very good. No. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah. So all in all, I think it was a good episode. 
He blew up the mm-hmm. slimy kid. He roasted the other mm-hmm. dude. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. And he still has power over Star City, and Oliver is just like, what is Oliver even doing? He, like, almost died in a fire? <laughs> like, yeah. But he, he got blown <laughs> away, so everything's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Uh, are we doing Alfred Glorder, you said? We are. All right. Black Lightning time? I think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so uh i think this is the first time that i found out the name of tobias's minion woman uh same well not really the same but i remember okay so they when they said her name i remember mm-hmm. they when gamby said her name i remembered what her name was like as though like as they already said it in the past that was a terrible mm. sentence they had mentioned her name in a previous episode <laughs> I had forgotten uh-huh. it up until this episode. He said it, uh, I remembered. I see. Whereas I had forgotten that I ever knew it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get too deep into this episode, mm-hmm. they showed the scene from the, the previous one where, where Jennifer was like uh, defibrillating Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And I didn't notice it in that episode, but mm-hmm. she had like a dope-ass ring game. Did you... <laughs> Did you see what was going oh, on? Oh, I didn't her notice ring? her ring. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she had like a ring on the the like regular part where you wear the ring, and then there was also one uh-huh. on the knuckle above it, on like Ooh. both hands. I, Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there, but it was. I don't know if it was dope or if it was if... just interesting. <laughs> I w- hmm. <laughs> I wonder what their dress code situation is for their school for rings and jewelry. <laughs> She's very, very uh, flossed up. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, cyanide. We we heard about cyanide. We heard about painkiller. Yeah. That's apparently uh, Khalil's name. Hmm? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what did you call him? Camille. <laughs> no, Khalil. We learned, we finally learned how Tobias and uh, Cyanide like work or like Cyanide's backstory, who she she is Mm -hmm. and why Tobias doesn't age. Yeah. Like what his deal is. Yeah. So apparently he ages super slow. Mm hmm. So he's just like an old dude. Yeah. He's an old dude who injects himself with the serum in his neck. Without finding any sort of vein or artery. (laughs) Just goes straight in there. I didn't really. That really bothers that me. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. At all. Of of all the things that they've done in this series, that was the least uh-huh. believable thing that they've done. I mean, this is this is a show about a, a person that shoots electricity from his fingers, and I'm uh-huh. more caught up in the fact that Tobias stroked his neck and then shoved a thing in his neck. I'm right there with you. It did not make any sense. He can't even see where he's poking himself. Like, yeah. I mean, he knows that it's his own neck, but like. <laughs> if that's the case, why even choose the neck? You know? Right? 
Yeah. That, that sounds like that feels like the worst place to do it. Yes. You know. Also, what how if how is the serum absorbed? What if he misses and gets it in his like uh, what is it? Your trachea or whatever larynx? What's what's the thing? Your windpipe? What if he gets it in there and then he just squirts it right mm-hmm. down into his lungs? Right. <laughs> so many problems with this. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of problems with this. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene almost ruined the whole episode for me. <laughs> I'm glad we were both bothered by the same thing. Because <laughs> everything else was so amazing. Like the music choices were. I had to look up the music in this episode. Yeah. Because they had. Did you that... notice that? Go ahead. Uh, they played Earth, Wind, and Fire for when Black Lightning came out. Because. Um, like there, there's that scene, um, like way back in the beginning of the season when Tobias was like, "Oh, this is like, what's his name, Maurice? <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed up like Earth, Wind, and Fire, <laughs> and like so he comes out, <laughs> like electricity a blazing, and they play Earth, Wind, and Fire for him. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was good music throughout the whole episode. They had that, and then they mm-hmm. had that that trap music. When uh, mm-hmm. Lynn was blowing people's heads off. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so Lynn shoots guns. Yeah. I I didn't know if she would or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a situational thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and I guess like Jefferson, or not Jefferson, Jennifer also, like, she seems like she's more of a defensive person. Mm-hmm. And she like shot that other guy um, with her hands, but only when she like had to. She didn't like yeah. go out on the front lines or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to jump in? Because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There is a lot. Um, so, uh, hmm, what happened? So the very beginning of the episode was all flashbacks, right? Yeah. And Jefferson with that flat top looking dope. So fly. <laughs> like, like I, I was pretty envious of that scene. <laughs> it was just so well manicured. And just like, <laughs> like if you, I feel like if you uh, go into a barbershop or something and you see mm-hmm. a picture of a person with a flat top, it looks almost exactly mm-hmm. like Jefferson looked in that scene. Mm-hmm. It was, it was yeah. like picture perfect flat top. Yeah. Like, I think, I think what I'm going to do in my life is the next time somebody says, what's a flat top? I'm going to show them like a video clip of Jefferson and just be like, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a flat top. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going yeah. on and on about this flat top. <laughs> it was a good flat top. <laughs> so so the first part was all flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So um they had the little scene where um Gamby talked to Alvin. Mm-hmm. Um and um oh 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 so um they had a little news clip. Um I think it was a news clip. Um of uh like some random person like a, a store owner and he was like well 
I don't really condone these riots, but like the cops shot an unarmed black boy running away. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So he was like upset about that part. (laughs) Like, yep. (laughs) So like that's the context in which like Jefferson's just like kind of running and the cops catch him because he's just a random black kid running. And so he obviously should be caught, and he like flat lightings them, and that's how Gamby like discovers his powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool because like it seemed like Jefferson didn't really know what he could do until several years later. Yeah, he said it's like because he just like kind of blacked out. Yeah, because he just like blacked out and like forgot about it, right? He black lightninged out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry yeah it's it's good uh yeah so that was that was cool to see how gamby got to know the family because we knew that he talked to alvin before but we didn't really know how he got to know jefferson Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and they did mention that jefferson actually got the vaccine which is why Alvin was so mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. So at least we know yeah. now that it wasn't some uh, third party or whatever. We know that it was uh, mm-hmm. the, the the vaccine thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no editing, Shanjika. <laughs> That's fine. It's got to be because I'm not getting rid of it. Ah. Uh. And then it was a lot of Tobias, a lot of Tobias. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Before oh, before moving on, uh, yeah. Jennifer was talking about Khalil and how Tobias mm-hmm. changed him and all that sort of stuff. And Gamby, mm. Gamby was like, "No, that's who he is. That's that's what's happening." Yeah, yeah. Because Gamby was like, Khalil had a choice and he made it. Yeah. And like this is, yeah, like he had like different things that he could have done and he made this choice. So like this, this is who he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like that Gamby just like laid it all out and like told us what's happening. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> it seems like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally. Yeah. But it, think... it seemed like that was kind of Gamby's role. This episode was just to like explain things. Yeah. And I think that's uh, looking at the whole series. I think that's better. Because it kept us in suspense for so many episodes, and I feel like mm-hmm. I think if you if you did, if you gave all that exposition at the start, then I don't think mm-hmm. you could have went thirteen uh, episodes this season. Mm-mm. No, because you also like get the conflict of not knowing who Gamby is, mm-hmm. and, and thinking like, for the not... first like five episodes that he's just an evil, completely evil person. Yeah, yeah, being tricked by his his. Uh, his lust for technology and thinking that he had some <laughs> ulterior motive. He's really just a big dork. <laughs> yeah. I like Gamby. Um, oh, and we also learned more about Lala. Mm-hmm. Tattoo man. <laughs> Rather. Yes. His velour tracksuit wearing self. <laughs> I have a I have a little note down here. Well, I have both those notes: mm-hmm. Willow tracksuit and, and tattoo man. And the other note is I mm-hmm. that I like Jokey Tobias. I feel like he's a good character. Mm. 
much better than the Tobias that just goes in and strangles people. Yeah. But like the jokey Tobias doesn't have uh, the fear, I think, if you don't also see Tobias that just goes around strangling, strangling people. Yeah. Yeah. If you just see. Because some... we also said. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to say go ahead now. You can't just stop. I forget what I was going to say. So please. Hmm. Uh, we saw Tobias just like throw Lala across the room with just like one arm. <laughs> Just like, yeah, eh, go away. <laughs> it was amazing. And Lala tried to act all hard. But then he said his, yeah. he said his little trigger phrase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lala is not the one with the power here. <laughs> <laughs> so is he, yeah. do you think he's still alive? Lala? Yeah. I think in a way... But, like, he's kind of zombie Lala, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't think all of him is here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they explained the tattoos. He came back wrong. Right? <laughs> so, the tattoos is just still weird. So, like, uh, so Lala, like, sees hallucinations of all the people that he's killed and then, like a line drawing rendition of what he sees in his mind <laughs> then gets tattooed onto his body. <laughs> how does that work? I don't know. How do you reanimate somebody from the dead? <laughs> okay, that too. <laughs> but I feel like I've heard about reanimation in stories before. I haven't really heard about this like... <laughs> um, mental line drawing getting tattooed onto your body. <laughs> it's it's cool, but it was yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think until Tobias said that, I didn't even know if the tattoos were real or not. Yeah, if like same. other people saw them. Yeah. But I guess they're real. And how many people has Lala killed? A whole bunch. But apparently only two people <laughs> matter. Because those are the only two people that show Yeah. Them. Yeah. Because then Lala turned into Quadrant Jr. And, like, was also a bomb. Turned into who? Uh, You know how in Arrow, um, Diaz oh, Quadrant, strapped a bomb Quadrant on... Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Quadrant Jr. Quadrant <laughs> Jr. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> uh, Slimy kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that yeah. stuff happened. What else? What else are we talking mm -hmm. about? Uh, oh, then there's a Jefferson dream where he, like, as an adult, talks to Alvin. Yeah. Was that, like, was that, like, heaven or dream or, like, what was that? I think it was afterlife. I think that's what they were going for. Okay. Because mm -hmm. they had the, uh, also that the music was playing in the background about the stairway to heaven and all that sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's what was intended. But like they were having a, yeah. a conversation, like the conversation they were having was about Jefferson's life up to that point, you know? So mm -hmm. it was like, yeah. Uh, Alvin had been watching or at least was aware of what he was been doing. And so they were mm -hmm. talking 
as adults, you know, not like, not mm-hmm. like that Tobias flashback where he was a grown man, but also a kid, you know, <laughs> you're still bothered by that, huh? I just don't understand it. I don't know yeah. what they were going for there. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it's hard um, to find albino uh, black actors that are kids, you know? That's what I'm thinking. I think it was just an actor issue. So they just kind of went with it. Well, then they did a good job. Because at least we still mm-hmm. knew it was Tobias. And they didn't like, they didn't try to pull the wool over our eyes by getting some like white kid and throwing him in there. Yeah, that would have pissed me off, I think. Because, <laughs> well, because it has to be Tobias. <laughs> and, like, yeah. It just, yeah. Hmm. Uh,. Yeah. Oh, so um, Jennifer gave uh, Jefferson, like, another spurt of energy to get his powers back. Yeah. And actually, like, got him jumped again, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, uh, there was that metaphor they were talking about with a battery. Because mm-hmm. I guess yeah. Lynn's really on this battery kick. And she was <laughs> yes, like, well, yes. what do you do when a battery drains, gets completely drained? And he was like, oh, it never holds a charge again. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Jefferson, you're too old. You've lost it, bud. <laughs> but I did like yeah. <laughs> I did like the scene before that when uh, uh-huh. when he put on the suit. Also, they were talking, they were having a conversation, and like the 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 military people were coming and like all mm-hmm. this stuff was happening super quick, and Jefferson like mm-hmm. dips into a room and comes right back and he's got the suit on. It's like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> come on. That's not really what's happening. Here. But um, and he's like, "Baby, light me up." <laughs> yes, exactly. That was great. That was the best thing. <laughs> the line. Oh wait, he said, "Light me up, old man." Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was so good. I was dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, what was up with the, um, like, energy thing that they caught Anissa in? The ASA people. Oh, it was like a, um, a thing to nullify the powers of metahumans. But, so they couldn't actually move her in it. She was just, like, kind of in stasis in that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how are they actually going to move her? Or were they waiting on reinforcements to, like, tranquilize her or something? I think that. Or, like, okay. put her in a container that just had that field going the whole time or something. Mm, okay. I don't I don't really know their plan because Homeboy got electrocuted, but I imagine that that's what it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hmm. But then I guess they just skipped town when Henderson brought all the cops out, so. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. Does Henderson know who our buddies are? I don't think so. Okay. But he's not dumb. Right. I wonder if he suspects and, like, doesn't want to put words to his suspicions. Mm. Because then they can't have the same relationship that they have now? Yeah. Mm. And also, like, as a cop, like, he can't officially support vigilantism. But, like, if he doesn't know exactly who it is, then he can kind of play dumb mm-hmm. and be like, well, in this case, they helped us. So, like, it's fine. <laughs> mm. So he's Whereas been watching... if he knows who he is, 
he's been watching Arrow. It Everyone. sounds like so, <laughs> and he knows what happens to Quentin Lance. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want his uh, his dead daughter to come from some parallel Earth and then <laughs> they end up holed up in a cabin somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. There are kids yelling outside, sorry. I hear that. <laughs> also not gonna edit it. Uh so yeah, it's big battle fine. happened. Then they uh mm-hmm. they went and got Proctor. Also, mm-hmm. uh Tobias and his goons like tore up that place. They like Mm-hmm. Khalil and Sin- well, I don't think Sinead really did anything, but Khalil. Whoo. Khalil went to town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Lala had already like blown a hole through it too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Send the bomb in for it. There's a lot of parallels with Arrow this episode. You know. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. had Khalil and Diaz both showing that they can take something down. You got a guy going mm-hmm. into a building and blowing up. Mm-hmm. Backstory on the the main. Uh, antagonist of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of parallels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we learned that Proctor's like kind of going rogue. So we don't actually talk about the full U.S. government being evil here. This is just like a rogue guy. Mm-hmm. So like it's been bad in the past, but currently it's just this rogue guy who mm-hmm. like can't let get that go. And he keeps saying like we should make America great again. He said it twice. Yeah. I I like don't like those lines when people say that but uh i also like the metaphor that they're going for there or the 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 personification or whatever like whatever they're they're Mm -hmm. like we know who this person is right we're we're very Mm -hmm. aware of who he is now and Mm -hmm. i like the way that it played out which is Mm -hmm. that he's dead (laughs) (laughs) not not saying that it should happen the same way in real life but i do like Uh that they got rid of the character that was causing the most trouble in the series Mm. and then just like keep propping him up yeah letting him escape and and come back and be another pain Mm. yeah yeah because i think if they had done that that would have like kind of been also another if parallel not to Arrow is what it would have been. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, if not condoning it, it would have like given a, a different message. Whereas like, stopping it in its tracks, like said, okay, we're 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 not continuing with this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it's over and done. Yeah. Yeah. And they cut off his thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> Yes, they did. <laughs> I mean, he was already dead, so it's not really much you can do else after that, right? Like, he's not going to feel it. But they yeah. So what did Tobias? He <laughs> yeah. So Tobias used the thumb to open up a briefcase, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we? We didn't see what was in the briefcase, though. No, but this was the briefcase that uh, Proctor was trying to get off the guy's wrist. He was like real right. uh, struggling with it and like trying to shoot it off. The, the handcuff or whatever. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the same briefcase that the the person in the lab was telling Lynn that they needed in order to uh, rejuvenate the, the children, the kids, the people. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So whatever was in that briefcase was very important. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just saw a green light in the briefcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Gabby called himself a monster. He's then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gabby's interesting because, like, he he's come to terms with his past, but he doesn't want to like sully anyone else's conscience. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's kind of cool of him. Um. Oh, did you like how uh, when Jefferson and this and Jennifer were all out for a run, they had like, it's a family affair song? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I do like that Jennifer is more, uh, like, she she was the person doing the voiceover at the end, right? And Mm. she seems to have made peace with her powers, or at least accepted them for now, and doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like she's, well... She didn't really say anything. Well, yeah, she did. She said it was a gift, right? And, like, mm-hmm. it sounds like she's more supportive of being uh, a powered person than yeah. a few episodes back, right? I mean, a lot's happened in the last few episodes, though. So Yeah. Like I think she's seen she how she... Brought him back to life. Yeah. And then uh, right. she gave him his powers back and mm-hmm. saved her mom. And, yeah. Yeah. Compared to, like, blowing up your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly different situations, yeah. 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 And she also, after talking to Gamby, like, has more historical context on, like, how everything's playing out Mm -hmm. in the world around her. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, that also helps, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next season? Tobias. Mm-hmm. With that briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to learn more so, about him, I think. I wonder if Cyanide is going to be a bigger character now that we have her backstory and stuff. And that she speaks now. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> she had lines in this episode. Did you notice that? <laughs> Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet Cyanide's gonna be a big, a bigger player. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anything else? Uh, let's see. I got a couple of things on here I don't want to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I did write them down just in case. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's a, a note here. It says, read the Constitution. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> oh, I do know what that was about. <laughs> when uh, young Jefferson got in trouble, and mm-hmm. his, his dad was like, gave him a scolding. And at the end, mm. he was like, read the Constitution. <laughs> That's like his punishment. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, because it's all like, you know, you shouldn't just do an eye for an eye. Like, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I There think are that's... worse things that you could 
do for your punishment. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. not bad. Very true. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a yeah. The, there was like more Proctor being really gross and not good. Yeah. So. So, uh, you want to tell yeah. me about the Flash? Sure. <laughs> All right. So what happened? <laughs> so, <laughs> so in this episode of The Flash, um, uh, so they find the last bus meta, and oh, this guy... this sounds like it um, would have been a good episode. <laughs> Do you want to watch it and we can talk about it later? <laughs> or uh, next week? No. I, we could dub- okay. No, no. No, no. <laughs> people people come here for the, the quick turnaround, Chandrika. They don't come for mm. putting things off for another week. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So a couple of things happened. Um, they find the uh, last bus meta, and it's this, like, hippie dude named Edwin Gauss, and he can make little pocket dimensions. Um, oh. And... Then there's this whole deal with Harry being addicted to his thinking cap mm-hmm. and uh, not being able to live without it. Like, he needs a thinking cap to make eggs now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> and so there's this whole deal where, like, Joe's going after Harry and confronting him about his addiction. And Harry's like, I don't have a problem. And then one day, like, he just can't find his thinking cap, and he just, like, blows up and yells at Cisco for a while. Uh, and Joe's like, see, I told you you were addicted. And Harry's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Caitlin and Killer Frost are friends now, and they're, like, pen pals. They leave each other post notes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That seems like a good way for yeah. that to play out. Yeah. Oh, also, Caitlin figured out what activates Killer Frost, and it's, like, something out of, like, something, something adrenal gland. So, basically, like, if she pokes herself with an EpiPen, she can turn into Killer Frost. That's what I thought. You know what I like about your recounting of the episode? Yeah? I feel like all these things that you're you're mentioning are, like, really small, minor details. But, like, they're... Mm -hmm. Uh, interesting enough that you think you should mention them. Oh, that sounded kind of rude. They're interesting enough that you do mention them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think the first episode where we talked about Black Lightning, you you were like, Uh you mentioned his light-up tuxedo. And like, I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about it, right? Mm -hmm. But it was like uh, important enough that you mentioned it and then you made a joke about it and now... Light up tuxedo is a thing that we talk about. So, yes, uh, keep doing what you're doing is what I'm saying. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, basically, like Devoe comes after them, um, and uh, Ralph has this whole thing where um, Ralph wants to kill Devoe, and Barry is like, uh, "No, killing is not the answer. We can oh. always find another way." Yeah, so the entire episode is, like, Ralph and Barry, like, arguing over that. Um, and uh, so then they find this other bus meta and, for his own safety, like, put him in the pipeline. 
and when I was watching this, I was like, how did this guy just like volunteer to be imprisoned when he's done nothing wrong? <laughs> this doesn't seem great. <laughs> but I guess he's he was like such a hippie <laughs> that maybe he was just too high to notice. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> did, it was he, unclear. Like, did he do anything? In, like with his his pocket dimensions? Uh, not while he was in the pipeline. Well, yeah, because that nullifies all all yeah. powers. Oh, right? so so he used his pocket dimensions to just like uh show up in random places without having to walk around. So he like normally lived in the woods in a tent with like other hippies, <laughs> but he would throw up a pocket dimension to go check the mail. <laughs> In his pajamas, and then pocket dimension back home <laughs> to the woods. That seems like and my so kind when of he... superpower, you know? Yeah, right. So, like, uh, when he first got his powers, he um, was talking about how he just like pocket dimension to random places, and he described Devo's lab to Ralph, and Ralph was like, "Oh boy, you can pocket dimension into Devo's lab, which like we never knew where it existed." So that means that we can actually like go sneak up on Devo and kill him. Um, and so, um, oh, also by the way, uh, Harry with his super fancy thinking cap has come up with a super fancy tuning fork, uh, which can <laughs> uh, like stop Devo in his tracks. Apparently, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they called it a sonic scepter. It's a fancy tuning fork. <laughs> Okay. All right. How does it stop Devo? So, um, so one of the people that Devo absorbed had like the sound amplification or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I guess the tuning fork just like amplifies it back towards him. Mm. Something like that. Okay. Uh yeah, so Ralph is like, all right, well, you hippie dude, like, you can take me to Devo. I'm going to grab this um, tuning fork and let's go kill him real quick. And so uh, Barry, like, catches them and they have a big fight. And uh, Barry, like, knocks out Ralph. And it's, like, sad. But, like, also I sort of didn't care about that part because <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they have this, like, really sentimental... Uh, making up part where Ralph is like, oh, it's not because I uh, am scared of Devo and like need to self-preserve myself. It's because I like all my friends and I don't want Devo to hurt my friends. And Barry's like, well, I don't want Ralph to become a killer. I like this Ralph. <laughs> Please don't take him away from us. Hmm. And eh, eh. I feel like Barry just but doesn't then, get that people are different from him. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it boiled down to. Um, so then, um, uh, now that Barry like knows about the plan, like it's legit. So Barry, Cisco, and Killer Frost go into Devo's lair because uh, hippie dude like zaps him in, uh, and they're like, "Hey, we have a tuning fork. Watch out!" <laughs> but then Devo's actually a hologram, <laughs> and so Devo had like figured out that this was going to happen. So Devo made up a little hologram of himself and Marlise. And then the real 
Devo and Marlies go into Star Labs while all the metas that mm. are like on our side are in this pocket dimension. The old switcheroo. So the old switcheroo. So then um they have little mini fights for everyone. So um uh the people left in Star Labs are Ralph, Joe, Iris, and Harry. Mm-hmm. So uh Ralph goes up against Devo, who animates like a dinosaur uh-huh. skeleton. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like Ralph versus a dinosaur. And he makes some like <laughs> random Jurassic Park references. <laughs> and then Joe uh, goes up against like a ninja. Um, and Iris goes up against Marlise, uh, where Marlise has like a big long sword and Iris has a gun. Um... <laughs> It was an interesting fight. <laughs> it was closer than you'd think. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> it was like a magic sword. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, <laughs> yes. And then Harry was like, all right, well, everyone's fighting. I'm going to put on my thinking cap and, like, think up more things. And so he, like, goes into the Gideon room uh, with his thinking cap, and he tells Gideon, all right, Gideon, like fire up some more dark matter for my thinking cap and then like it's too much dark matter and he just like collapses because he like overdosed (laughs) so he's been getting high on dark matter is that what's going on yes yes all right (laughs) that seems bad yeah so really bad (laughs) so um uh in any way, uh, DeVoe ends up overpowering the hippie dude and, like, moves into the hippie. Uh, but then Ralph uh, gets the tuning fork out just in time and, like, puts some cuffs on him. And it's, like, all cool and all. So there's, like, DeVoe uh, in hippie body with, with cuffs and Ralph. And then Barry shows up. And Barry's like, see, I told you there was a better way. And then uh, De- <laughs> <laughs> then DeVoe's like, you know what you didn't do? Uh, some MacGuffin way that I can get out of a handcuff? <laughs> so, so DeVoe, before our very eyes, <laughs> gets out of the handcuffs and then makes Barry weigh as much as like a big truck or something. So like Barry can't move. And then he moves into Ralph. Huh. Yeah. So he's got them and all. And so... He got them all. And so Ralph, uh, like, as soon as he became DeVoe, just, like, took on a very different demeanor. And it was just, like, very good acting from the guy who plays Ralph. You could tell he was not Ralph anymore. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to watch this episode. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a lot so of then, really dumb parts in it, but I feel like there's also a lot of really good parts. Yeah. Yeah. And then... um Iris hangs is like hanging out with Ralph or not Ralph uh, with Barry, and Iris is like, I know this wasn't the ending we were expecting, so if you want to talk, uh, and Barry's like, now nah, I'm gonna run away. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Barry runs away and like goes back to Ralph's uh, old PI office and like packs up all of Ralph's stuff, but like. Uh, normal speed not super speed because he wants to really like kind of think about it and like mourn him um and then there's a couple of other things um so at one point 
DeVoe was fighting Killer Frost and he just like said melt and touched uh, Killer Frost and like melted her down into Caitlyn. And so supposedly Killer Frost is just like gone now. Hmm. But I I personally don't believe that. But if that did happen, that was very sad. And I feel like they didn't spend enough time mourning Killer Frost. Yeah. Because it just like happened, and like they they announced it and moved on to the next scene. <laughs> um, but then uh, now that Devoe has Ralph's abilities, Devoe can look like old Devoe again. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it turned out that he um remember when Harry was like overdosing on the dark matter stuff? No. Um, Devoe I didn't, I didn't actually like watched the episode, but. Sure. <laughs> Yes. Well, it turned out that DeVoe just like stole a bunch of dark matter when Harry was like ODing. <laughs> <laughs> so he has like a little uh container of dark matter now. <laughs> Is that what this whole episode was? It was just like a a, a house party gone bad. And like <laughs> Barry and friends left to go uh see another another homeboy but somebody else came over and just like raided the place and, and like <laughs> took took uh took a couple hostages you know did a little buy snatching and then home uh harry is in the back od just like shivering in the fetal position and and he got raided as well and just took off is that is that what happened is that a good summary yes. of the episode <laughs> yes that's exactly what happened <laughs> <laughs> bad house party That's... all right cool well supergirl <laughs> all right supergirl no was there was there more that's it that was the end of the episode <laughs> bad house party yes that's exactly what happened all right well supergirl then <laughs> You like that one? I did. <laughs> uh, so it's been so long since I've seen Supergirl. It took me a long while to remember everyone's name again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Eggs is talking to the Daxamite. <laughs> what are their real names? <laughs> I like that. I like that his name is Eggs. Yes, <laughs> it's Eggs. Because <laughs> like, that's how I think of him internally. But I'm just glad I'm uh-huh. not the only one. <laughs> no, you're not the only one. <laughs> so this is the one about parent issues yep (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see sorry uh you should talk but i'm gonna do something okay um i mean it was related to that to the show so it's fine but but (laughs) everything's cool let's let's go chandrika let's go (laughs) we're going um yeah so we had all the stuff about when um not uh forgiving his mom for not talking to him for 20 years and like not being around to help with his dad his uh situation with his dad 
And then there was like one line at the end of the episode where his mom was like, oh, I tried to take us to a shelter and like yada, yada, yada. And like, it seemed like that had never crossed Wynn's mind. And once he heard that, like, it was like a switch and he like started being more receptive to his mom. Mm -hmm. And it seemed kind of sudden to like have just like, so yeah, it's, it seemed kind of sudden that like all it took was his mom saying one line. Yeah. Yeah. For him to like switch the entire way he was thinking about his like upbringing, his parents and everything. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like his mom being in this episode was really weird. Hmm. Let me let me explain why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think that she like fit in in the episode at all. You know, she was real like uh, just all over the place and just kind of doing mm. whatever she wanted. Mm-hmm. Like all over the place. I mean, like her character was all over the place. But also physically, she was just all over the place and like saying whatever she wanted, doing whatever she wanted and like... Mm-hmm. Like whatever, you know. Like she got she yeah. got to the funeral and was just like mad rude at this dude's funeral. Which I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't be rude at the whatever. I'm not gonna try to make that triple negative sentence into a positive. But like that seemed really off base, you know. Like the first the first line we see her in, she's like rude at this dude's funeral. We don't even know who this person is, right? I mean, you got a pretty good mm-hmm. guess that it's the mom, right. but like mm-hmm. she's just like mad rude at this dude's funeral mm-hmm. and then she gets to the deo and she's just like saying whatever she wants touching whatever she wants doing whatever she wants and so, yeah she's like all over the deo like isn't yeah. that place supposed to be secure yeah <laughs> like right yeah this, this is the person that, that like nobody in the entire series had seen except for win right and win right. didn't even like her but they're just like oh you can go walk around wherever you want you know that's like, yeah. I don't understand that at all, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, like, whenever she was in a scene, she just, like, it, it felt like she was didn't want to be in the scene at all, you know? Hmm. Okay. I don't know, Chandrika. I don't want to, like, sway you like I did with Arrow, but I also <laughs> didn't like Wynn's mom in this scene, in this uh, episode. Hmm. Maybe it was because there was just too much going too fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Yeah, so I think I agree with, like, it's weird that she was all over the DEO. Uh, and her relationship with Wynn, like, changed really fast. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. Um, but other than that, I I didn't get a feeling that she didn't want to be there or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then she tried to leave at the end, which I was all for. But when was like, oh, stay. Let's get to know each other. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. The whole, what the do whole you think episode, of the... I felt like she was up to some kind of trick or something, you know? Like she wasn't huh. actually his mom or something like that or like something. But huh. okay. it turns out not. Yeah, I didn't really get that. <laughs> but maybe I'm just too trusting. Yeah, I'm pretty paranoid. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. So what did I think about what? Now? It was. Uh, what do you think of the karaoke book ending? Mm. Could have done without it. Right. <laughs> I I feel like if it had been a different type of episode, then it could have been fun. But it didn't really fit with the serious thing themes of like domestic abuse and dementia and an like an aging yeah. parent. Yeah. It was just weird. I mean, I flat out just didn't like it, but but as you explain it, mm. that also seems very <laughs> weird. Like, I, I think with a more humorous episode, I would have loved the karaoke because mm -hmm. it was just funny. Mm -hmm. But it was also funny that, um, so the guy who plays Wynn is like a Broadway star. He was one of the main guys in Newsies and they didn't actually let him sing or maybe oh he sang at the very end but very badly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and that was just kind of a curious thing that they did hmm. when like karaoke is like a way to let people who you know can sing sing so yeah i don't know like uh like car danvers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. former glee star yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh so the stuff with uh, jean's dad so it seemed like jean was trying to play it off as like a new immigrant not being able to assimilate mm -hmm. easily mm -hmm. and like i couldn't tell if he like really thought that or if he just like told himself that yeah i think because was... like there's that go ahead go ahead no go ahead uh there's that part when um him uh like uh jean and his dad and alex were having dinner and jean's dad couldn't think of the word for wine mm -hmm. and jean was like oh you know english like you don't have to feel like you're you're not confident in your english abilities and when jean said that i was like is that what that was because i it seemed like he couldn't find his words hmm. oh <laughs> I'm I'm interested in the fact that well not the, well, well I am bad at talking today. Uh, I felt the same as as Jean, what what he explained, but I like that you hmm. felt the way that it was supposed to be intended. Hmm. Hmm. Look. Yeah. Chandra, could take the compliment. Huh. I'm trying to say that you're more insightful than me. <laughs> but am I? <laughs> I think it, I wonder if it can just be interpreted different ways, and it's interesting that we interpreted it different ways. Mm. You could just take the compliment; that's fine too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he like yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that. Did you pick up on the uh, dementia stuff? No. Not until mm. the granddaughter part, which, mm. so I didn't even pick up on it until, uh, uh, Alex mentioned the dementia story. Like mm -hmm. I thought he, I thought he was like being weird <laughs> when he said, I've always wanted granddaughters and like mm -hmm. Alex looked at him kind of weird and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's weirded out. Because I thought that was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that's what I was thinking, but not, not that, like, he had forgotten that he had granddaughters, you know? 
Right. Because I yeah. had forgotten that. So I have dementia. I apparently. had forgotten that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I guess he's very close to her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was going to like go off on a thing about how she's not Jean's daughter and like, don't think about her in that way, you know? <laughs> But I guess, like, they kind of do have a, like, father-daughter relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was another oh. reason why I thought it was weird, because they had talked about that before, and I thought she was mm-hmm. okay with it, but then she gave him the, the mm-hmm. stink eye, and I was like, wait a minute, because <laughs> she's not okay with this. Yeah, that that was a stink eye, and yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think that's just the problem with not having seen the show in nine weeks, that I forgot that Jean had children. <laughs> Uh, so i don't know that dinner scene was kind of interesting as well Mm because uh alex asked flat out like why do they choose to be black you know Mm -hmm. they can be whatever they want to be right i think so i like jean's dad's uh jean too many plurals in there. I liked his uh, explanation of why he chose to to be who he is uh, mm-hmm. because it's like supportive of his son or whatever. And mm-hmm. I liked John's explanation because it's like he feels like he's accepted that Earth is his home and, and the country that he's living in is home, America or whatever, is his home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, America, yeah. whatever, whatever country he's in. Right. <laughs> yes. But, uh, <laughs> he's accepted that and he's accepted the face that he wears and the person that he is and Mm -hmm. wants to live his life as this person, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of, uh, switching around to whatever is the most convenient, you know, Mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, speaks a lot to the character of Jean Jones. Yeah, that was, I, I rewound it and watched that scene again because it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also like, they also, I also like that they were, uh, they were talking about it. And then back of my mind, I was like, why do they choose to be black? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. And then Alex is like, why did you guys choose to be black? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> goodness, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I also liked that they, so they got in that, into that conversation because uh, Jean's dad has been listening to a lot of older music. Mm-hmm. And his dad like specifically said, oh, yeah, I, like he, he likes Elvis music and everything. But he also specifically mentioned yeah. like, there are a lot of black musicians that were contemporary to him that didn't get the same kind of recognition that their like white counterparts did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, that's the same stuff that we talked about in our, uh, legends episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think John's dad's been listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why it took, um, uh, you know, an extra nine weeks to come back? It's because they need yes. new material. So they're like, Oh, we got this hot yes. new podcast. It's got a lot of crazy ideas. <laughs> Let's play it up. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I could just see the actors being like, what is what is happening here? Yeah. Oh, did you know that um the guy who plays John Jones is also British? That doesn't surprise me at this point. I didn't I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me. 
<laughs> yeah, so um, his name is David Harewood, but um, there's some other people that go by the pronunciation Harwood. And the Harwoods are basically the people who, like, owned the plantations and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as in David Harewood's ancestors. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I feel like I saw some sort of interview where uh, the actor David Harewood was, like, talking about uh, working in America and, like, the history of uh, people recognizing his name and that kind of thing. Is that is that what they do is just find people from uh, from the UK for, for acting and then just tell them to give a different accent? Apparently so, because everyone seems to be <laughs> British, except for Wally. Wally is Australian. <laughs> Are they trying to say something about like the quality of American actors? Is that what's happening? Maybe. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, you know that scene where uh, Wynn's mom asked Supergirl, like, on a scale of one to ten, how do you rate flying monkeys? And she's like a two. Mm-hmm. I think they're also a two for me. <laughs> like, I guess it was a weird Wizard of Oz thing, but like, why? Yeah, where did that? Who? 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 What's the connection there? I didn't understand that. I didn't either. Was somebody in the Wizard of Oz that was in this episode? Was the mom in the Wizard of Oz? Is that what's happening? The mom was in Roseanne. That's where <gasps> I know him. Are you kidding me? That was Jackie. <laughs> Uncle Jackie. Or, yeah, oh, my Jackie. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't yeah, make sense, actually, but, like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So I was uh, watching the credits and, it, like, had the guest stars and stuff, and it said Lori Metcalf, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is Aunt Jackie here? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they didn't even make a single Roseanne quip. No, but there's like the whole Roseanne reboot now, so I'm sorry. What? Oh yeah, there's a Roseanne reboot now with the entire original cast. Why? Mm-hmm. Did they did they think that Fuller House did a good job, and now they want to get on that train? Is that what's happening? I I can't say. <laughs> I haven't seen it. That's, that's the best thing you've said all episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched half of an episode of Fuller House and I almost canceled Netflix, let's say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuller House, I unfortunately saw a little bit more of and yeah. So, uh, the flying monkeys, Chandrika, the flying monkeys. I have a question for yes. you. Okay. Why did the monkeys scream when they got hit? Uh, cause they're monkeys. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it kind of weirded me out a little bit. I, at first I thought they were real monkeys and they were just like demolishing all of these animals, right? Uh-huh. But then I realized you can't really control monkeys like that. You can't you can't mm-hmm. put them in a suit with a jetpack and then they do what you want, right? So they had to have been fake. 
Uh, also, there was no blood. It was just a bunch of fake monkey guts. Also, they're like gold. Yeah. They're metal. Yeah. Once once I started to analyze the situation, I realized that these aren't real monkeys. But I was no mm-hmm. less uh, consoled by the fact that they were screaming. Yeah, I can't really tell you. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't just like, you know, a crazy monkey scream, right? It was like, I just died scream, you know, like... like like a sentient animal just got pummeled by uh, a Kryptonian and now it's screaming for its life because this whole body is in pain. You know? I was very confused about the whole monkey situation. <laughs> I, I'm just very confused. Like the small little planes uh, flying around with bombs, like that made sense. Cause like toys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I don't understand the flying monkey situation. Yeah. At least I'm not alone. That's all that I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and Monel can like fly with cloth magic. Cape tricks. (laughs) (laughs) He said it like four times in the episode. He really wanted to get across the point that he's got a new catchphrase, which is cape tricks. (laughs) Okay. He's, he's like, I mean, I feel like he just won't shut up about his cape. It's very <laughs> annoying. So, uh, I know this is a different universe, but I recently saw Doctor Strange for the first time, and I wonder if Monel also <laughs> recently watched Doctor Strange <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> he's the Daxamite uh, Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's all I got. <laughs> um, oh, and then we got like one little line with Lena. Yeah, she was dodging James the whole episode. Yeah, she's been at work <laughs> <laughs> and time got away from us. <laughs> <laughs> For like three days. <laughs> I feel like that's what... You say when you're trying to cheat on someone? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was... Hmm. But she's apparently fixing Sam. Yeah. So, and Sam is the world killer. I don't think she knows that, though, right? She just thinks she has some sort of, like, mental problem. Yeah. Hmm. Some kind of brain but, issue. But does Lena know that the times that Sam is missing are the times when the world killer is around? I don't think so. So I th- want to say the last episode we saw of Supergirl, Lena told Sam, like, oh, I know what's wrong with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I wondered if Lena put two and two together. I don't think so. Do you know why hmm. I don't think so? Tell me. Because she has two best friends in this show. One of her mm-hmm. best friends is Cara Danvers. Her other best mm-hmm. friend is Cara Zorel. <laughs> I don't think she can put two to two together like that. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <laughs> I 
unless unless she's pulling a cat grant and knew all along. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an option, right? <laughs> I don't think she's pulling a cat grant. Uh, okay, so I think with Kara, I will give Lena the benefit of the doubt that there are more people in the world with the name Kara than Hardy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how many of them live in the same city? Huh? Well, at least two of them. <laughs> According to Lena, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> and as far as the hair and glasses situation, I can't really help her because... Uh, I mean, you know what it yeah. is for me? It's not It's not so much that. It's like mm-hmm. everything else about... Like, ah, oh, it just really bothers me. I know this is like, you have to buy into it if you're going to watch the... If you're going to be part of the, the universe that people do one thing with their eye and now you can't notice who they are. But like, it, mm-hmm. there's so much more to a person than their face. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're, they're like the way they move and like yeah. carry themselves. And, yeah. Yeah. Their height, their like build, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. voice, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have similar sounding voices, but mm-hmm. I think if you talk with somebody long enough, you can just like instantly recognize their voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have a particular voice and mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people talk. Some people sound like you, but when you talk, I know that it's you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't see you right now, but I, I imagine that you're Chandrika, right? <laughs> this is actually not Chandrika. This is actually <laughs> an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> Chandrika Zorel. Exactly. This is this is the Kryptonian person <laughs> who is pretending to be Chandrika. But like, I don't know. It just I I can't buy into it. I never have and I never will. <laughs> and it, it'll always bother me. <laughs> That's a, a hard way to watch superhero shows <laughs> this is the, the constant struggle that i'm in hmm. all right um all right uh anything else it's been almost an hour and a half that's that's what else all right well <laughs> let's call it a week see you next week <laughs>